Welcome. Welcome to Kim's Wellness Space, the podcast. This podcast is all about my passion for yoga and for wellness. During these episodes, I will share my thoughts and experiences of how to live a full life of sparkle and energy in my 50s. It is my passion that everybody should be winning at wellness no matter your age. Thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast. I really hope you enjoy it. Let's get stuck in. Hello, hello, and welcome to the podcast. Uh, My name is Kim. I am from Kim's Wellness Space, and I mainly hang out over on Instagram. Uh, Welcome. Today, I am wanting to share some little nuggets of information about the plan. Um, I am somebody that likes a plan. And I think that's quite important to start with. So some of us are planners. Some of us are not. Some of us love a bit of stationery. Some of us don't really care. Um, I love a notebook. I love a post-it note. And I love a list. Makes my brain happy. Makes me feel like I know where I'm heading and what I'm up to. And I think that's why I like a plan. However, on the flip of that, I am a little bit of a rebel. And if the plan has to be too detailed... So a really good example of that is counting calories or macros. I cannot sustain that because quite honestly, I find it so boring. And I cheat because, well, nobody is checking, are they? And I know that about myself. So I can do things to make sure that I don't cheat because I'm just cheating myself, aren't I? So let's get into the crux of a plan. We all have goals for whatever we're doing, but for the um, length of this podcast, we are going to talk about fat loss goals. But you can use this to any goal, whether it be starting to be running or going to do yoga or upping your water or better sleep. You can use it for anything, but I want to talk about fat loss today. So we have a goal that we want to achieve. And This is by no means um, scientific data-led results. This is just like um, an overview, an assumption for the purpose of this podcast. I don't want to use a particular person. I just want to give examples. So don't take any of the numbers as set. They're just while we're chatting. Um, So... Let's say, for example's sake, that you want to lose a stone. So that is your goal. If you lose a stone, that is your result. The bit that gets you from the goal to the result is your plan. That's pretty simple. We all know that, don't we? But So why is the plan not working? Why are there so many people that wake up every morning and say... I still haven't reached my result. It's it's not working. And then, of course, we go, oh, it's me. I'm useless. I can't do it right. I must be doing something wrong. And that's not true. What the problem is, is the plan. 
So we need to have a look at the plan. Now, there are quite a few different scenarios of why the plan couldn't work, but the main two are what I'm going to talk about today. So don't come at me and say, oh, Kim, no, you missed one out. I'm aware that there are other things, but the main two are the ones that most people need to address if they are in this. I've got a goal, but my result just is not happening. Or it may be that you've hit the result but then you've gone back and then you've hit the result and then you've gone back. And we want to keep going in one direction. We want to get rid of this diet culture, lose and gain, lose and gain. We want to find something sustainable and go and then not give it any more thought, to be quite frankly, because, you know, when you're on your deathbed, you do not want to be thinking about how many diets you went on or how many bits of fruit you ate or what you didn't do. You're going to be thinking about other things. So let's get this sorted and then get it out of our heads. So we do not have to think about it anymore. So why are why does the plan not work? So there are there are two two main reasons of why this plan doesn't work. The first one is that the plan is old and you are different and you have moved on in life and the plan has never changed. So whatever you did when you were in your 20s, well, now you're late 40s, going into your 50s, you, your body, your life experience, what you've already put into your body, what you do with your body, what you have done in that gap between your 20 and, say, 50, all of that information means that your body is not going to respond to the same plan as you had when you were 20. Let's face it, a lot of us in our 20s would not have very much sleep, probably eat quite a lot of junk food, maybe we would drink quite a lot, and we were still, you know, fitting into the clothes that we wanted to fit into, and we weren't thinking about it at all. If you carry on doing that all the way through, by the time you get to your 50s, you definitely will not be fitting in the clothes you want to be fitting in. You're definitely not going to have the same energy, and you can't just reset that in one day because you've lived all of those lives. So all of those lives, that's not what I mean. You've lived all of those days in your life. That's what I was trying to say. So you have to look at the plan and you have to be really honest with yourself and be like, okay, so this is where I am. This is where I would like to be. What am I actually doing to get there? What does my plan say I'm supposed to do? Um, and you may need to update your plan. You might not need to update everything, but you might need to look at, so if you're a calorie tracker, maybe you need to look at how many calories you're expecting yourself to live on. If you um, are all about the movement, maybe you need to look at what the movement is that you're doing now, and maybe you need to change it. So there is science behind the fact that actually as you get older, loads and loads of cardio as a woman loads and loads of cardio just stresses your body out and it's not actually helpful so if you are trying to lose weight huge amounts of cardio are not going to help lifting weights will help there is there is science behind that I'm not going to go into the science but there is science behind that I haven't just plucked that out yet so it's really important to make sure that you do look back at what you've been doing and to be 
really, really honest with yourself. And I have to tell you that just because the plan that you're doing today worked last year does not mean that's going to work this year. Like you have to adapt, you have to update, you you have to go out and find out what works. We've said this before, haven't we? Like I'm always saying this. We have to try things and then we have to change them and jiggle them around. So it's really important. And it's also really important that it's your plan for you. Because just because your bestie is doing whatever she's doing and eating whatever she's doing and it's working, that absolutely does not mean it's going to work for you. There might be some similarities that you can pull. You can be inspired by your friend. Um, you can try what they're doing, but her body and her life experience is completely different to your body and your life experience. So the two plans, they're just never going to look the same. There may be similarities. They may sort of come together on some things and some things will be different, but they absolutely cannot be exactly the same. That is why if you are um, on a health goal and you and your husband are supporting each other, That is amazing because having someone there to keep you accountable and support you is brilliant. But your husband's body does not work the same as you. So you cannot have the same amount of calories coming in. You cannot be doing the same workouts. You can work out at the same time. You can eat at the same time and you can definitely 100% support each other. But you can't be doing the same things because your body's working different ways. And so it's got it's got to be different. So just having a plan that you've always had, um, that that's not going to that's not going to work. You you have to, and you have to look at it a lot. That's why I think um, I spoke about it in the last episode about having a mood diary. But if you journal these things, if you keep notes, it, you know, you build that um, data picture that's not just scales and measurements, but it's it's more than that, it's deeper than that, then you start to notice what's working, what's not working, you can tweak it. And also think back to the time that you maybe did achieve your result. What were you doing then that you've stopped doing now? Because that's the other reason that plans don't work. And you do have to be brutally honest with yourself with this. But Your plan is only going to work if you actually do it. I'm going to I'm going to say that again. Your plan only works if you actually do it. I know that sounds really obvious, but we can sometimes get caught up in the planning and the writing of the plan and it all looking lovely and we know where we want to go and we you know, people that like stationery like me might have bought a new notebook and you've got a new pen and you've written down everything where you are now and you've started and you know what next week's going to look like because you've written down all those recipes and you've written down your shopping list and you've put in your diary when you're working out. That's brilliant. But then you have to actually do it. And a lot of the time we tell ourselves we're doing it, but we're actually not. And this is what I mean about, you know, for me, I know that if I track calories on an app, I cheat. I absolutely know I do. I do it all the time. I tell myself, oh, yeah, I definitely only had 100 grams of that. Nope. 
Oh, I definitely only had a tablespoon of that. Absolutely not. It was probably more like three tablespoons. So how can we combat this? How can we make sure that we're actually doing our plan? Well, we we have to be accountable to ourselves. It's not everybody can hire an accountability coach. Not everybody's got a best friend that's on the same journey. Not everybody's got a husband that was always interested in any of this. Like men think about these things. No, actually, I'm going to change that sentence. Men don't really think about these things. Women think about these things all the time. Men, not so much. There are some, but they really don't give it as much thought as we do. Um, And also, they're probably much more brutally honest. They probably don't lie to themselves like we do because they don't have the same. um, uh, What was the word? Maybe it's the self-worth thing. Maybe it's the pressure from society. I mean, I think probably that's going off a little bit on a tangent and I could do another whole podcast about that. So maybe I'll just draw myself back in from that. But we have to, we do have to do the plan. Let's keep, let's, let's talk about this. So when you, let's use the calorie tracker. The calorie tracker is a really good example of this. So we're setting up our calorie tracker, doesn't matter which one it is, and we've put in all our data and it will probably have told us we need 1200 calories, but we know 1200 calories is not enough calories to sustain us. So we're ignoring that. But we have we know how to work out how many calories we have. So we will have worked it out and we will put that amount in because we know we have that information in our head and we know. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know that, Kim, and I am on 1200 calories, please drop into my DMs. I can absolutely help you sort that out within five minutes. Um, and so then what we need to do is we need to plan all of that lovely planning that we've already done. We need to put it into our app first thing in the morning. So one of the things that I do with my um, coaching clients is every morning they tell me what their plan is. So they tell me um, what their movement is for the day or if it's a rest day. They tell me um, what their food's going to be, what their snacks look like, how much water they're going to drink. And then as they do it, they, they check in and they tell me, oh, yeah, I had my breakfast. It was great. I've had my lunch. This is what I've had. Brilliant. Sometimes they check in and they say, oh, everything went wrong. I couldn't have my breakfast I wanted. So I've had this instead. And that's the accountability bit. That's when the plan is flexed and when the plan works. Because they didn't go, oh, it all went wrong. I went to McDonald's and ate everything on the menu because what's the point? They just said, what? Well, I wasn't able to have this, but I know that if I grab, say, like three bits of fruit, that will do me good until I can get back to my um, plan. And then they can go into their app and they can alter what's in there. There is no point going through your day going, oh, what shall I have for breakfast? Oh, I have this. Yeah, I'll put that in. That, that was nice. Hmm, what shall I have for lunch? Oh, I really fancy that. Oh, I'll just put that in. Oh, it's di- oh, I haven't got any calories left for my dinner. Oh, oh well, I've got to have dinner, so we'll have it. Oh, I went a bit over my calories today. Never mind. It'll be fine. But it won't be because it's not your plan. And if you do that over systematically over time, 
that's why your goal isn't seeing results because you're not actually doing your plan and it sounds really silly when you say it like that but how many of us do that how many of us go yep I've got it it's sorted it's fine and then actually go off on a tangent and then tell ourselves oh it's fine it's just a dust I'll be all right tomorrow absolutely I'll be all right tomorrow and you know what that is true to a certain extent as long as when you get to the end of that day you can say to yourself honestly without guilt without judgment well that was a bit of an awkward day I wasn't expecting that but tomorrow I'm getting straight back on to where I want to be because I want to achieve that result and unfortunately what happens is we get to the end of the day and we say oh that was a terrible day I'm awful I can't do it it's dreadful I don't know what's going to happen the rest of the week and we just give up I know it sounds harsh but we do and I work with so many people and I've had so many conversations and we all do it we all do it I do it everybody does it so if you are absolutely really serious about wanting to get the results of that goal that's in your head you have to first of all make a plan that is your plan that sorts you that is sustainable for the rest of your life for you not for six weeks or 30 days but for the rest of your life because that kind of focuses you in doesn't it because if someone said well you can't have you can't have cake and you can't eat out and you can't spend any time with any other people for the rest of your life because you are on this very strict cabbage and water diet so you can never leave the house you're not going to do it are you because quite honestly that sounds awful so the plan has to be for you only you and it has to be sustainable for your whole life and then you actually have to do it (laughs) and I know that makes it sound really simplistic but honestly the amount of people that I have had conversations with who you know they they tell me I've I've written it all down Kim I'm doing this and I say that's amazing did you do it and they're like uh well sort of or well I kind of did but this happened and so I did this or well I stood in front of the fridge and I while I was doing that, I probably did eat a bit of the cheese or, um, well, it was cold and I really wanted that hot chocolate. Now, I, you know, I'm not saying don't have it. I'm absolutely not saying that. As anyone that works with me will know that there are no restrictions. Nothing is off. You just have to have planned it into your day. So if you want to eat cake every single day, you absolutely can. But it needs to be in that plan. And it needs to be one piece of cake, not two. And then you will hit your results. So the plan, don't get stuck in the planning. Don't make the plan overcomplicated. Don't do your best friend's plan. And then when you've got it and you're happy and you know that following this is sustainable for the rest of your life, you have to do it. And then when you do it, you will see results. You absolutely will see results. So I hope that made sense. I feel like I kind of told us all off and I really haven't. But sometimes the truth is a little bit hard, isn't it? And, you know, how many of us are now thinking, hmm, did I actually do my plan last week? Or did I just tell myself I did, but I didn't. And then I got cross because I didn't get the result I thought I should have. And remember, we've I've said it before, but remember, you've got to give the plan time. 
you absolutely have to give the plan time because starting on a Monday, doing it for seven days and then expecting yourself to have achieved your goal, it's never going to happen. You've got to be realistic. You've got to be realistic. You have to give it time. Three months. Give yourself three months of absolutely committing to the goal that you want to get to, the plan that you've got, and in three months' time, then look at your results and see. And then maybe tweak, but give yourself time because you are not going to undo all those bad habits and mistakes and things that you've been getting up to in seven days or in 30 days. You've got to give yourself time. And I'm not saying that you will hit your goal in 30, in not in 30 months, in three months. What I'm saying is in three months, you will start to see some results. Like it could take you a year or two years or three years or five years to hit that result that you're absolutely wanting. That's fine because it's sustainable. We know what we're doing. Was just stepping one foot in front of the other every day, ticking it off. Yep, done it, ticking it off. It's normal. It's part of who you are. It's just how you live now. You don't have to give it any extra thought. You just do it and the results will come. But you need to give yourself time. And do everything with kindness and no judgment. Always. So I really hope that's helped. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If you loved it, then share it, save it. Give me a thumbs up if you're on YouTube. Uh, make me subscribe so that you know when the next one's coming. And if you haven't listened to any of my other episodes, I'd love you to go back and listen to them. Like last year, I had some amazing guests. There's lots of helpful nuggets in all of the stuff that I share. Um, and yeah, come over to Instagram, come find me at Kim's Wellness Space, see what I'm getting up to. So thanks so much. And I will speak to you all again soon. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. I really hope you found it interesting and inspiring. If you want to know more about me, I'm on Instagram at Kim's Wellness Space. If you have enjoyed listening, please leave a review and share. Thank you again and speak to you very soon.